Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Unscripted Podcast. Look, I'm your host, Akeem Haynes, Mr. Underdog, A.K.H. in the flesh. Look, I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. I hope you're getting some value from it. I hope that you're getting some practical tips. I hope you're laughing a little bit too. But you got to be careful with the laughs if you're laughing. Because if you comment and you shoot me an email or a message and you say, Akeem, man, you're actually kind of funny. You may gas me up that I may actually start writing jokes and go on a comedic tour. People out here think I'm joking. It's not a game out here. <laughs> it's not a game out here. But we're going to leave that. But I'm just saying, if you say it too many times, I may have to make an adjustment. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, one of the things that has been on my mind as I sit here in sunny, beautiful Eugene, Oregon. Let's be honest. Hold on a second. It rains more than it's sunny here. Let me just rewind that back. As I'm sitting in rainy Eugene, Oregon, that sounds a lot better. One of the things that has came to mind as I was sitting and having my coffee was, how did I start drinking coffee? And as I remembered how that even started for me, I actually started laughing a little bit because for me personally, there's always a purpose and a reason and a story behind everything that an individual does. Why they do it, why they don't do it. There's usually a story behind it. So today, I'm going to tell you guys a story of how I started drinking coffee. I'm not a person that likes to add too much fluff, so we're going to get into it. So in 2000 and, what was it, 2015, I had just finished, finished college, graduated from the University of Alabama, and my coach at the time, well, the one who coached me during the later years in my early professional life, uh, Stuart McMillan, one of the greatest minds, and I mean one of the greatest track and field minds, biomechanic minds that I've ever met. I told him a couple times before, I said, man, once he's ready to give this track coaching up, he can go around lecturing and he will be one of the best biomechanics coaches, presenters of all time. But we're not going to gas him up too much, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> However, so I get down to Altus at the time in Phoenix, Arizona. That was my training group, right? Before I even went there, he called me. We had a conversation. He said, man, I'm having this group out here in Phoenix, Arizona, and I would love for you to come out and be a part of it. And I said, coach, I'm actually thinking about putting in the spikes and starting a different part in my career and in my life. And he says, man, take some time to think about it. I think this could be really good. And I think you have a lot of potential left in you. And I would love to work with you again. And so, you know, I said, coach, when do you guys start training? He says, October 5th. And I said, coach, I just need some time. So I go home. This was about the time when my first book came out. And I had put every single dollar into that book, you know, creating the book. I self-published it. And I saved up as much money as I could. And I took everything and I put it in that book. So I didn't have any money necessarily, right? So he said, I need you to make a decision by October uh, 4th to start trading October 5th. Well, I made a decision October 3rd. You know what I'm saying? Come on, people. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. I'm not a last-minute guy. But for this situation, there was a purpose as to why I hesitated because I just wasn't sure how I was, how I was going to be able to fund myself 
and go down there and train full time. Like I didn't have a contract. Right. So I remember talking to my mom. I said, Mom, I'm thinking of doing this. I was wondering if you could help me with rent as much as you could until I get on my feet. At the time, throughout my 21 years of life, I had never asked my mom for a single thing. Like to this day, I still don't ask her for anything. Right. But at that moment, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know where else to turn. So I turned to the one person that I knew that I could trust with my life for help. And she said, yes, Akeem, I will help you as much as I can. So when I got down there, what I brought with me was a pillow, I had a sheet, and I had some clothes. And one of my teammates, you know, he later brought me one of the sleeping, uh, what are those things called? Uh, Air mattresses that he let me use. And... After two months, things got a little tough, (laughs) as I knew it was going to be. You know, financial situation was tight, and the money wasn't really coming in like that, right? So I didn't necessarily have food to eat, and I had a roommate at the time who was very generous, like he was kind, like I told him what the situation was. I said, look, man, sometimes I'm not going to have the full rent, but I promise I'm going to pay you what I have when I get it. And he said, no problem. But you see, for me, I didn't want to abuse the relationship, right? Like, we were roommates, but we weren't really close like that. I still didn't know the man that well, and he didn't know me that well, right? But he said, you know, Akeem, if there's things in the house that you want to eat, just go ahead and eat it. But me, I'm stubborn. Right. Like the way that I was raised is if you didn't get it, don't eat it. (laughs) Right. Like if you didn't put in on it, you don't get a share. So for me, I only ate if he cooked. But I ain't going to lie. There was some times when I had to sneak in some cereal. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like a brother was hungry. A brother was hungry. So I had to sneak in some cereal when he wasn't there. Right. Like I don't know if he's going to be listening to this. But much love, man. You know, you, 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 you helped me out at a time when I needed it the most, and I appreciate it. And I remember going to practice one day, right? And I remember my coaches were talking about coffee and putting butter with their coffee and putting butter and putting um, uh, MCT oil and putting all these different components and making a hearty coffee. I'm like, I tried coffee before. Coffee by itself doesn't taste good. How do y'all drink this stuff? And as they were talking, I heard one coach said, yeah, usually, you know, I make my super coffee in the morning and then I'm not hungry until later in the afternoon. And I said, huh. So let me get this straight. You make this super coffee, you put all these things in it and it suppresses your hunger and later towards the day, then you eat. You see, for me, (laughs) I may not be the smartest guy on this planet, but look, I know simple math. I know one plus one equals two, right? So the next day, I saw that my roommate had got this big thing of coffee. I think it was Folger's coffee, big thing of Folger's coffee. And he would make coffee every morning. I had never drank much coffee in my life. I had tasted it before, didn't really like it, so I stopped drinking it. But the moment that I found out that it had suppressed your appetite so you weren't as hungry, I said, man, I'm going to just do this. This is golden right here. So I would drink coffee. And I would drink the coffee and mix it with some creamer, and then I wouldn't be as hungry. I said, man, this thing works. So that's what I did. So every single day, I just started drinking coffee. And I would have a coffee in the morning before training, 
and I would have a coffee midday, and then that would get me through training, and then if my roommate said that I could have some of his food, I would have some of his food. But I wouldn't necessarily say that it was the proper nutrition that was able to help an athlete optimally maximize their full potential and train to the max of their ability. But for me, after the sacrifices that I had to come down here, asking my mom for help, you see, I'm the type of person where the way that I see it, if you make a decision, if you say you're going to do something, if you say this is the thing that is going to help propel you and make your life better, if this is the dream, if this is the vision that you see inside of your head, this has to work. It has to work. So for me, I said, man, this has to work. And by any cost, if this was the price that I was going to have to pay, so be it. If I had to train and drink coffee and then come back and train hard and drink coffee again, then that was what I was going to do. If this was the price to make the plan work, if this was the price to better my life, if this was the price to see how far that I can go in this sport, then that's what I was going to be. I had to pay the full price. You see, most people want success, but they want success half price. They want it at a discount. Success doesn't come at a discount. People always say, what does it cost to be successful? And it costs what it costs. If you want your success and the things you want to accomplish, if you want your dream to last, if you want to sustain your dream for a long period of time, you're going to have to pay your dues. No shortcuts, no handouts. Just get up and put in the work and ask yourself, what am I willing to sacrifice in order to achieve it? You're going to have to give up something. There's a price you're going to have to pay. But are you willing to do it? Are you willing to pay it? For me, it doesn't matter what it is. I told myself early and I made up my mind early in my life that if I'm going to pursue something, I'm going to pursue it relentlessly and I'm going to pursue it and not attach the destination to what I'm pursuing. The destination is always changing. You can't always focus on the destination. That's why they say to focus on the journey, right? That's why you can't get too tied up on the destination because once you get there, you will understand and realize that you have more to give. There is a bigger target that you can reach. So don't focus on the destination. Focus on the details in the days that you don't want to do it. Focus on the days in the week that you don't want to do it. Focus on the days that's in front of you. Make the most of those days. When I was running track, I wasn't in that moment. I wasn't worried about what I was eating. I wasn't worried about the fuel. I was worried about how can I find a way to maximize practice the next day after I handle the day that's in front of me. And if I had to drink coffee in order to get to the next day to maximize that, that's what I was going to do. Oh, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm no doubt sure that it wasn't the smartest thing to do and the smartest, smarter thing would have been to ask for help and the smarter thing would have been to ask for my other sources if they could help me and probably tell my coaches. But for me, they didn't owe me anything. They didn't force my hand to come down here and train. Ain't nobody said, Akeem, you shouldn't do this because of so-and-so. I made the decision. So I was going to do everything in my power to make sure that I fulfill the commitment that I set out for myself because I needed to see it all the way through. And I was willing to pay the sacrifices and I was willing to pay the price in order to reach my fullest potential. It's on me. In everything that you do, you got to ask yourself, what's the price that I'm willing to pay in order to make my dreams and my goals and my aspirations and my desires a reality? 
Thank you again for taking the time to listen to another episode of the Unscripted Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Akeem Hayes, Mr. Underdog, a.k.a. H in the Flesh. Please, please do me a favor. Head on to Apple iTunes and leave a rating and a review and just show some love and let me know what you think about the podcast. Do you hate it? Do you not like it? Are you adding value to it? Are you getting something from it? Just let me know what you think. I really want to know what you think. But if you could please do me a favor... Just go ahead and do that for me. If you have any comments as well, two personal comments or anything that you want to share with me, take a pen, write this down. You can shoot me an email at info at akeeminspires.com. If you don't want to do that, then you can go to www.akeeminspires.com. That's my website and it has all other information. It has my books. It has the audio mixtape. It has all the things um, that I hope you take a look at. I think there could be some things that could hopefully add some value to your life. But I'm always grateful and I'm thankful for each and every single one of you for taking the time to listen to this, sharing it, and letting me know what you think and letting me know that you're listening to it. Day by day, week by week, month by month, we get better and better. Progress, not perfection. Victoria, take us on out of here. See you next week. Come on!